It's Saturday, music class day again. And yeah, so what? I wasted 20 minutes sitting downstairs eating chips watching the Food Network. It's none of your fucking business, okay? Yeah, I was supposed to come up here and record a show, but I didn't. And now I won't. Oh, no, I am. Okay, whatever. Look, I just wanted to talk to you about some feelings I have. Uh, I have a lot of feelings. Um, Thursday night, we went to get the regular ultrasound for the baby and Sarah and not very much me it because she had to go for that 13 week ultrasound because she's so fucking old and this is the regular ultrasound for normal people so we went and we went to the hospital and of course the appointment was at 9 15 p.m why wouldn't it be of course it is stupid fuck that sucks i had mine in the morning so i didn't even know that they did ultrasounds that late yada 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 someone has a type a personality a for asshole. So we were there a, a full hour before we're scheduled to go into the room, which is fine. You know, it's good to plan. Planning's good. <sighs> okay. So that same type A asshole shall remain nameless. Someone who chased me up the stairs in a previous episode, but that's okay. Uh, decided that it would be a good idea for Malcolm and I to walk around the hospital and find the cafeteria. It's great. It's a great idea. That's much better than you know, sitting in a comfortable chair after walking 20 kilometers that day. Yeah, I'd love to walk a little bit more. Great. Thanks for the suggestion. Super. Okay. So we're walking around and I just, I don't, that's the hospital. The hospital we went to is the hospital my dad died at. So I just have like weird memories, I guess, of being in the hospital. Of course, we weren't on the, we weren't on the death floor or anything. We were just kind of uh, in the ultrasound department, but we had to walk through some areas that really smelled like hospital. So essentially piss and shit and then some kind of gross um, sterilizer type smell, kind of like a Mr. Clean, but it just, uh, ugh, I, I almost, I don't know, I almost threw up slash passed out because it just, it, uh, not good, not good feelings there. Anyway, we so we trudged through there and Malcolm's like, are you going the right way? You're supposed to go the way that lady told you. Are you going the right way? I just like, fuck, dude. Just, you know, it's like he's smarter than me and he knows it. And we both know it, actually, because I'm aware as well that he's smart. But uh, it was really fucking annoying. But you can't slap your kid in a hospital because they'll probably take your kid away. Anyway, so we, we trudged through the hallway. I tried to keep my eyes on the ground because I just, I get, I don't like hospitals. I just don't. I just don't and I never will. So finally, we find the Tim Hortons, which, of course... Of course, that's where I'm going. Stupid, I'm Canadian. There's nowhere else for me to go. So we find it, we get a snack, and then Sarah texts me, oh, I'm in the little room. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Because we weren't supposed to go until 9.45, so they took her at 9.15, which I feel is bullshit. Anyway, so we walk back through again, and Malcolm's like, this isn't the right way. Why aren't you going the way the, the lady told you? And I'm like, could you just... I'm like, walk faster, dude. Can you just walk a little bit faster, please? For the just fucking like there's just times where you're like I don't want to have a seven minute discussion about why you need to walk faster like just fucking walk faster I can see sometimes like in a joking way while we why we got smacked around so much as kids like if my dad had said walk faster I don't think I would say why I don't really feel like walking faster I'm tired my feet hurt are you going the right way uh-uh no my dad said walk faster and you fucking walked faster or you're getting the backhand you know very discreetly in public but don't uh don't mm -mm, no I would not be asking if we were following the correct route 
that would not be happening. So I'm mailmanning it and he's lagging behind and there's just, there's a guy in the hallway and he's wearing a robe and not a robe, a, a gown. And I'm just like, fuck, can we just get out of here? And then the smell on the way back hit me in the face. God. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know what the fucking point of this is. It's five minutes of nothing. So we get back and we're sitting there and she's already been in the room for 20 minutes now. Now I'm starting to worry. Like, is something wrong? What's going on? What's happening? And then I see her get up and run across the hall so I get up and I go after her and then the lady who's <laughs> the receptionist kind of looks at me like what the fuck are you doing and then I thought well did I even see her I must be hallucinating so I go sit back down and Malcolm decides to play the most annoying loud game he has on the iPad and yes I brought an iPad because everyone else that's why okay what, what do you want me to do with him and I, you know I feel like I'm being judged when I give myself a, my kid a screen because there's certain times where you just need the kid to sit down and shut up and being in a hospital with potentially a lot of other people there, it's one of the times for an iPad. And I'm sorry if that makes me a shitty parent. And he was awake and out at like nine at night, closer to 10 at night by the time we left. And he was drinking chocolate milk and eating fruit snacks. All right. So fuck you. Okay. Mother of the year. Fuck off. I just had to stop for a sec. So I went back and I listened to some stuff. And I don't know why I always forget that when I record on this glass table, a vibration goes through the entire... Uh, microphone because my fan is on from the computer anyway it just sounds fucking terrible so I'm sorry about that but not that sorry so just hang in there because you know what great sound quality is wonderful but I don't have it so I'm really sorry anyway we're at the scan we're at the scan okay so uh Mandeep or whatever is uh has done the scan Sarah said she doesn't want to know the gender so he skipped right over the gender and yada 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 we're in there now Malcolm and I and Sarah were all in there. So I got to see the profile, a really good picture of the profile, cute little button nose and the cute little chin. And you could kind of see where the lips were, where the mouth was and like a cute round little head, just like Malcolm looked. So I'm going to assume that this kid will as well be stunning. Yada, yada, yada. Then Mandeep started scanning, not his real name. Is that even a woman's name or a man's name? I think that's a woman's name. Anyway, um, Kumal kept scanning and he's like, Oh, here's his little feet. And I said, hmm, interesting. Now, did you say, quote unquote, his little feet? Because you always refer to babies as boys? Or did you say his little feet because you saw the gender? And Sarah's like, shut up. You just stop talking. And I said, okay. I'm like, I looked at uh, Kumal and I'm like, hey, you don't have to answer me. And I looked into his eyes and I was like, eyebrow wave and he just kind of looked away because I I don't know okay I don't know I can't say for sure do you think he calls all little babies he's or do you think he saw nuts and bolts down there when he looked Freudian slip right Freudian slip what do you think okay you leave me alone I don't know I don't know I don't know okay so I just throw that, thought I'd throw that out there and see what you thought uh, I'm gonna play a quick segment from Rainbow Bright and Lisa to see what they say I think they have something to say about Brit Brit sent in a segment about how she mashed a guy's penis into his pelvis somehow, and Rainbow has got some answers about that. So hold on one sec. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. 
sorry. We just we just sorry, finished, Sandra. We just finished listening to your show, Sandra, and we um, thought it was hilarious. I actually listened to your show twice. That one episode you did about Air France, and I um I laughed at work in the archives, uh, really inappropriately loudly when you <laughs> explained how drugged you made yourself. <laughs> but it was Friday. No, nobody's working that hard on a Friday. <laughs> and I was doing work. I was. Um, it's Rainbow Bright and Lisa. And um, congratulations on being pregnant. I don't think we've done a segment that we've recorded before we knew you and your wife are going to have a baby. That's so right. Congratulations. So congratulations and happy holidays. And, um, yes, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Malanka, Kwanzaa, whatever you, uh, celebrate. Are you done now? This is the most <laughs> inclusive I think I've ever I don't seen. want to offend anyone, so <laughs> I want to hope to get all the holidays in there. Right. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, so, uh, yeah... Speaking of, oh, your last, last, last show. No, not last show. You've done a few. You did. You put out a lot of shows lately. That's awesome. Um, but Brit's segment, um, when you do that to a penis, it goes up into the abdomen. I'm actually, because I'm a librarian um, and I've worked in the education system, I'm really passionate about sexual education uh, in general. If anybody wants to learn more about sex education um, from the comfort of their own home, I highly recommend the YouTube channel Sexplanations by sexologist Lindsay Doe. She just does, like, amazing, really short snippets about things everybody should know about how their body works, and um, the guy stuff is just in there. I find the stuff about girls way more interesting, but... Of course uh, it's you do. <laughs> kind of an all-inclusive thing. So, um... She goes over parts of the penis and stuff like that, but yeah, the testicles she go goes up over into them. the abdomen when they retract, and uh, the penis, the outside of the urethra is lined by spongy tissue, two different kinds, I don't remember which, and you can, yeah, and that's, I'm it sure goes Sandra's, up into the ad- abdomen sure if you Sandra's do that. I'm sure finding this... She no, no. Sandra has always said that she's like interested in like penises, not in like a sexual way, but they're like they're like weird. I think there's some like I mean like, like it's, some kind of it's uh, something we don't ever object. deal with. Like she, I didn't know either, but like when she used to do the podcast with Michael, um, he was the one who explained to her that balls could get twisted. Like, a guy's balls can Ooh. actually... I know, right? And I didn't know that either before that was on their show. And Twisted I was like... balls? Oh. <laughs> it's nice to know that, like, because we have to deal with the big bloody mess every month, that um, guys have actually some problems that they have to deal with as well. I don't know. That's just reassuring to me. Okay. Because <laughs> well, I don't want to deal with any of their problems, and I'm sure uh, they don't no. want to deal with any of ours. This so is true. It, is it's true. nice to know that the uh, sexes have equal and opposite problems. Except when it comes to pregnancy, that's just totally all on us. But I'm never doing that, so that's great. (laughs) Speaking of sex, um, we're thinking that we're going to have to post a notice on our door. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Like, 
people keep coming we're we're very well known in the building and people like we're 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 fairly social uh yes lisa's on the condo board so people just feel like they can come up to our door and knock on it whenever they want any to. Any old time. Any old time. Like, they don't need to call us or, like, maybe send us a Facebook message. Like, are thinking, you home? Are right you now? home? I'm thinking of dropping by. No, <laughs> it's just whenever they Rat feel like tat, it, tat. bang, bang, bang on the door. Um, and then the dog barks. And then we have to go answer the door because obviously, if she's out of the bedroom, we're home. Uh, and unfortunately, this has been happening at times where we have maybe been inappropriately clothed or involved with each other. And so I'm just thinking or of just like. Or just sitting in the couch, or, on the couch in her underwear watching TV. TV? Like, isn't like, that a normal thing? Uh, people don't understand that. People don't really like pants. So I'm not supporting nudists. I it's too cold here to be a nudist. I in am my supporting opinion. nudists. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but generally, if we don't know someone's coming over, we're not wearing appropriate clothing. No, because as soon company. as I get home from work, it's pajama time. If I'm staying inside, I'm sorry, but so so I'm feeling <laughs> like we should maybe post a notice on the outside of the door that says something like. Um, reasons we may not answer the door, not because we don't love you, not because we never want you to talk to us, but maybe we are having sex, or maybe we are inappropriately clothed to receive company, or... We're in the middle of our favorite show. Or taking a shower. That type of thing. Or taking a shit. (laughs) Or taking a shit. Yes, that's another one. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that's appropriate to post on a condo, like, on the outside of our door? Uh, And also, I kind of want to put the caveat that, like, if it's Saturday between 9.30 a.m. and, like, 1 in the afternoon and you're knocking on it, we're probably having sex. Like, somewhere in that... We are definitely, we're not... We're getting it all. Because twice now, twice mm. now, like, right after we finished having sex, you know they were, like, standing outside the door. There's been, like, a knock on our door. And I'm like, oh, just go away. Like, I'm not going to finish and then just jump up and get dressed and, like, run to the door to have a discussion with you. Like, go the fuck oh, away. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, please, please, please come, come in. in. <laughs> I'll just close the door to the bedroom. Because <laughs> the bed is in a disarray. And, oh. Anyways, I, I think a sign might be needed at this point. But uh, we hope you had a happy holidays. Welcome back from France. And I look forward to more France stories. And so does Lisa. France stories. France stories. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Lisa's excited. All right. I am excited. We're already over our time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, my two favorite lesbians in Winnipeg. Yeah, I, that's a pretty fair statement, considering we've never actually met. I think I've seen Lisa from afar, mostly when she's at work outside, and I just kind of roll up and sit in my car with my binoculars and just check out the goods, you know? I don't even know what's going on anymore. I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, so my this is what my list says. Penis, balls, twisted, Dr. Mike, tearing a scrotum, couple of sluts that's what i took away from your segment so let's talk about it Uh, i used to do a show called return to sender if you would like to find that it's on itunes i don't know how long i'm going to keep it up there maybe another eight months or so i just don't really want to keep paying for it considering i'm cheap and a little bit cheap so if you want to listen to it now would be a great time to go and download all of them 
or whatever. We've got six months at least, eight months, nine, ten. I don't know. I don't really do much counting. Actually, you know what? The truth of the matter is it'll probably just automatically renew on my credit card and I'll be mad about it and then I'll pay for it and then you'll get another year. So I guess there is no rush really is there because I'll have a baby about that time. So yeah, I'll have other things in my mind. Anyway, return to sender. Go and listen to it. There were some good times. There were some not so good times. There was an entire year of boring Sanchez. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go find it. Go listen to the last year when I'm unfocused, not funny, and have nothing to say. Great. Good promotion there. Um, okay. Penises. I find penises... Well, sperm I find fascinating. You know, I think a man's genitalia is pretty exciting. Like, not sexually. I am not aroused. Please do not cut a soundbite out of that. I, I just am not at all 100% lesbo. Like, 105% even if there was such a thing. If I was on Maury, I'd say I'm 105% sure... I am not that baby's father. Oh, wait a minute. Before I get to these notes, I, I have this weird thing, okay, where I listened to, uh, shit, I can't remember. I think it was This American Life last week or whatever. I just constantly listen to podcasts and I don't, if they don't say, welcome to This American Life, or even if they do, two minutes later, I forget what fucking show I'm listening to. So I listened to this beautiful episode of whatever fucking show, I think it was This American Life, of a woman talking about adoption. And I'm listening to it, and she's moving me. She tried to have a kid. They got full-term stillbirth. Oh, you know, just how terrible that must have been for them to struggle so long to get pregnant, go through the joys of pregnancy, stillbirth. Oh, makes me want to fucking die. So anyway, she tells the story. Um, they had friends that adopted. She wants to now adopt because she just wants to be a mother. It's not a matter of whether or not the baby comes out of her body, right? Of whether it contains her DNA. Yada, yada, yada. They adopt. They get pregnant. She ends up with, like, two kids very, very close in age. Because that happened to Sarah's mom, too. They tried and tried and tried and tried. Which, um, if you're missing what that meaning is, is a lot of deep dicking. Uh, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law did a lot of fucking during that time. Which is what people mean by trying. I don't know if you're aware of that social cue, but that's what it means. A lot of hardcore fucking to make a baby. And they did not succeed. Then they adopted. A few years later, her brother is born few years after that, Sarah is born. So maybe it just kind of relaxed whatever the hell it was that was so stressed out in her body to have a kid. Same thing happened to this lady. And she goes on and on about it. And so they adopted a kid, had a kid biologically, adopted an older kid that was three or four from like somewhere China or something. And now what she does with her as her profession is she, she guides people in adoption, like international adoption or whatever. Like, you know, when you go for that seminar, remember Kendra told us a million years ago about the seminar about how you have to go and listen to all the risks and stuff about an international adoption that the kids sometimes are, aren't very well adjusted and there's a risk that they're going to be, um, I can't remember what she said exactly. I don't want to use the word violent, but maybe aggressive, maybe they're upset, maybe they just need to be held. I don't know. I don't remember what she said. And uh, so she kind of runs that program and tries to explain to people what adoption is like. And she called it claiming, claim your child. Because she said in her mind, when she was pregnant with the stillborn, she claimed that child, like claimed it. I love that word claim that she used because it has deep meaning to me. Like when I was pregnant, I claimed that child. And now it's occur like I keep forgetting that I will kind of be, no, I will be adopting Sarah's child because in my brain, that kid is claimed. That kid is mine. I know that kid is mine. It's almost as though I physically got her pregnant with my DNA. Like there's no, I forget that it's not biologically my child because it's so my child. Like that kid is fucking claimed. That's my kid. So much so that I forget sometimes about biology. 
And then I started thinking about it. And it's occurred to me that I don't know how to be the non-bio mom. Which doesn't mean I'm concerned like, oh, I won't have a bond with this child because it doesn't have my DNA. I don't feel that way at all. It's honestly not even occurred to me. And the problem is I don't know how to be the dad because I know how to be the primary caregiver. And by that, I mean, I had the milk. Okay. Which is also known as shut up juice. So my concern is not, do I know how to love this child that didn't come from within me? Can I love a child that didn't hear my heartbeat from the inside? No, 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 no. How am I going to shut this fucking kid up when it's screaming its head off? How is that going to fucking happen? Anybody have a tip? Anybody have any tips? <sighs> anyway, so I'm concerned about that. I, I'm worried that, um, cause I, I know what Sarah's going to feel. I know what it feels like to just want to take a fucking shower every four days like that. I know what that feeling is. I know the feeling of just wanting five hours of sleep in a row. That's all I need. I can live off that. I can make that happen. I can do that. So I know what that feeling is like, but I also know I can help her. If she can pump, hopefully she has milk because that makes all the difference in the world. If she can pump, she can sleep. I'll take the weekends. I'll trade a nap. I'll do whatever. I'll do everything I can in my power to help her. But what do I do if she goes out with the boobs, with all the milk, leaves me with the bottle, and the kid screams for three hours? What do I do with the kid? Put it in the dryer, right? That's what I do? That's what I saw on TV. Right. No? Okay. Just checking. Just checking. All right. So I'm concerned about that. Anyway, just thought I'd put that out there. I don't know why you can't, you'll never write me. You don't, you won't care enough to do that. But uh, just putting that out there, this is really just a journal entry for me in my anxieties at this time. Also, Sarah may or may not opt out of a doula. Part of me feels like I can, I can doula for her. I feel like I can uh, double as a doula, but it's up to her. I mean, I think she should have one, but I also feel like, hey, that's $600. Maybe... Maybe not. But I mean, it's up to her. It's completely and totally up to her. I would never make that decision for her. We'll see what happens when we get closer. Okay, anyway, back to the list. Penises, yes. Okay, cool. I get penises. Yeah, I understand them. They're interesting. They're a cool thing. Like the whole, do you know the whole reason for a man having foreskin is so that, like, I guess we're all supposed to be sluts in caveman days or whatever, or when we were monkeys. I don't really know how that works. Um, or when we were made out of Adam's rib or however the case may be, whatever you believe. Well, let's face facts. If you're a creationist, this is not the program for you. You should go ahead and find a different program because this is, no, this is not working. Okay. Um, the whole point of the foreskin is when a, when a guy's fucking a chick, his foreskin is supposed to pull out any competitor's sperm. Isn't that fucking fascinating? I just think they're amazing. And like how they keep the temperature of the semen at just the right level. It is a fucking miracle that anyone ever gets pregnant. Ever. It's, it's just, it's the amount of things that have to align. Uh, when I was listening to the Baby Mamas podcast, they recommended that I go watch The Great Sperm Race. Well, not me individually. They recommended that their listeners go listen to go watch The Great Sperm Race on YouTube. Go and watch it. It's fucking fascinating. And they have humans like dressed up as sperm. It's just definitely worth the watch. They were totally right. Um, just, it's just amazing to me. Penis and balls. It's like, fuck. It's just, it's fascinating. I don't know. I just think they're really cool. And yes, I did learn that balls get twisted. But the thing that I found the very most amusing was a segment from Dr. Mike telling us about scrotums. Because who doesn't want to know about scrotums? Uh, I laughed so hard at this. I don't even remember what episode it's on to recommend it. But you should go listen to them because they're all funny. Uh, he told us that you can tear a man's scrotum with your bare hands. Now, can someone please... 
please fucking explain to me why we call weak people pussies. You can tear a man's scrotum, his tissue paper, ultra sensitive like scrotum with your fucking fingers. You don't even need an implement. You can walk up to a man and tear his scrotum with your fucking fingers. Weaker sex. What a bunch of fucking scrotes. Anyways. Okay. Oh, couple of sluts. Look, I'm glad you guys are fucking. I'm glad lesbian bed death does not exist for you. I really hope you don't ever have kids. So you never, never experience what it's like to never know when someone's coming into the room. Like you don't want strangers coming. Strangers will ring the bell. Yeah. My kid, the only time he is fucking quiet is when he's sneaking into our room to very gently wake us up at 4.30 in the morning for no apparent fucking reason at all. So, uh, I recommend if you do enjoy fucking a lot to, um, not have kids and perhaps, uh, get a really thick lock on your door. Really thick. Because I know where you guys live. And all I'm going to do is knock on the door. Housekeeping! Housekeeping! housekeeping and I'm not going to fucking leave and it's going to happen every Saturday Sunday from approximately 8:30 till noon for the rest of your fucking lives. So sorry about that. Oh, one last thing. Do you remember I was telling you guys about the Born This Way show, the Down syndrome show with the kind of slutty girl? I just I was cleaning out the kitchen yesterday and I was like thinking about that cuz I haven't really stopped thinking about the slutty girl with the down syndrome. And I thought, why don't they call it Down Syndrome Abby? When get it, because downtown, downtown, downtown app, down, why do I even try? I feel like in a different life, I could have been a better person, but I'm just, I'm just this person now. Yeah, this is the person I am. Making, making downy jokes on a podcast. Anyone can do a podcast. Oh, well. All right. Okay. Change of address 69 at gmail.com. If you want to send me something, I am going to be chatting with Rose very shortly and we'll have a whole show about getting to know Rose very, very soon. Any day now, really. It's coming out. Uh, what else? Oh, Sandra D. Sanchez on Facebook and Twitter. You can find me there. Friend me. Send me a message. Tell me you're alive and don't send me any pictures of penises because contrary to popular opinion, I don't like that. So just don't. Great. And that's about it. So I'll call you later when I get a chance, okay? All right, take care. Love you so much. Leave an iTunes review, bitch. Oh, oh. leave an iTunes review, please. Thanks. Oh, and the Tangent Lounge podcast. Look for them. They're going to continue to stay on our feed. They just wanted to start their own feed for, say, you know, friends of theirs. Because it's like, oh, hey, we do a show called the Tangent Lounge, except you'll never be able to find it because it's on, like, a crazy wackadoo lesbian's feed. So they started their own specifically for that to say, hey, we do a show called The Tangent Lounge. And guess what? We have our own feed now. So check them out on iTunes. Leave them a review I have on the Canadian site. I don't know about you. And uh, help them out. Follow them on Podbean. Do whatever. I think it's thetangentlounge.podbean.com. So make something happen there. Follow them. Show them your support. And the Baby Mamas podcast, listen to that. Ron and Beverly, listen to that. The 40-year-old boy, listen to that. The Lesbian Lounge, listen to that. Oh, hey, and guess what? Guess what? And more adorable baby news. I felt a kick yesterday. I felt a kick. His or her little foot hit me right in the hand. Let's face facts. I'm going to be a fucking great dad. Maybe being a dad is what I was meant to do. I mean, I'm already a dad, but you know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe I'm going to be the next, the next best non-bio mom ever in the history of the world, right? 
Okay. All right. Who cares what I think? Really? I mean, if you just break it down, no one, no one cares. But you care. And I care about you. I'm so sick of myself. I think I might just go jump out a window. No, no. Don't try and stop me. No, no, no. I don't want to hold you back anymore. This is a cry for help. Help? Heart. 